Washington, Greenville. Broadcasting to the Pirate Nation and beyond at 943thegame.com. It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Great to have you along. Just checking a few things uh, here as we are uh, up and running. Uh, Patrick Johnson Show for a Monday, a manic Monday at that, 15th day of May. Pirates get the sweep with the weekend series uh, win over uh, Memphis. Uh, Tigers came back, made it kind of interesting late in the game yesterday, and uh, I can't imagine... Coach Godwin, uh, even though he did say there's no such thing as an ugly win, probably didn't like uh, the way that his guys uh, approached closing that out uh, yesterday. But the Pirates did. They got the uh, win and the sweep, uh, and uh, we'll have details on that coming up. We'll have a Pirate report. Uh, we'll hear from Coach Godwin next segment. And, uh, of course, Cookie will have uh, something uh, in his new his, uh, sports update, his Pirate Woo! report. Coming up a little bit uh, later on. All right, we've got uh, a lot to get to here today. Uh, let me, since these guys have put their mics up, that must mean they want to talk. Uh, so, Hi. let's say uh, hello quickly to Clark uh, Willis. Hey, baby. Hi. Uh, the EP of, uh, of graphics and, uh, and uh, the Patrick Johnson show, and then Cookie, who's our uh, producer as well. Woo! It does feel uh, when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> See? I feel a sense of authority. Uh, Good weekend, fellers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good Too weekend. Too fast, Clark, man. Too fast. Yeah, they always are, Clark. Well, at least you guys got one. Cookie though works Saturday, but uh, hey, I got uh, to see right my pirate, my, my pirate baseball win, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. there you go, uh, Clark. You you you're going tomorrow, maybe? Yeah, I'm, I know I'm you're listening to the game. I think if I got to look behind the fence and through the crack or something or whatever they call it, uh, okay. I'm there one way or another. Over the weekend, I did I did listen to the game, by the way, on the IBX media app. and You should download it. You should, because it is instantly fast. It's so nice to have an app with no commercials. You just boom, 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 boom. You're listening to the game yeah. with Scooter. So there you go. That is true. You don't have uh, any uh, pre-roll commercials or any commercials midstream or anything like that. That's uh, right. If it plays on the radio station, you've got it. But we're talking about those annoying video commercials uh, that uh, pop up on other apps. Yeah, like tune in and, and others. So, uh, go download the IBX Media app today. Uh, you can do so with a by a couple of ways. Uh, you can do so by uh, going to uh, the App Store or Google Play. It is free, and it is lightning quick. Clark, you uh, do you are, are you an app guy? Cookie, do you have a lot of apps? I do. I do have a lot of apps. I have too many. Yes. Okay, <laughs> Clark, you have a lot of apps. So, uh, look to me. I try to cut down on my apps, but I end up having more on my phone than I probably realize. I think it's a very user-friendly app. I think it's a very fast app. You guys have a lot of apps, so yeah. give your honest-to-goodness rating. Cookie, yep. what do you think of the app? I mean, as far as apps the, the moniker or whatever that word is where they say your favorite radio station is literally two clicks, they're not kidding. It is literally yeah. two clicks away from listening to your favorite radio station. I gave it five stars right. out of five. <clears throat> Can we do a rating on the app? Yeah. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. Somebody you know, gave man. it a good comment, too. They said, unbelievably fast. 
and two clicks away. It is fast. Things. Yes, it is very fast. Yes, it is fast. I listened All to right. the entire um, pirate game over the weekend, by the way. Oh, good. Yep. Good. Awesome. All right, uh, guys, we'll get back to you in a second. A uh, couple of news and notes before we do a weekend winner and weekend uh, worst. Uh, and uh, the uh, a couple of other things, too, house cleaning items for the uh, week. I'll be uh, out tomorrow. I have the TV broadcast tomorrow for Plus for uh, the uh, Pirates and the uh, Campbell Fighting Camels. Top 15 matchup in Greenville tomorrow. So uh, we're going to have uh, that for you uh here on radio beginning at 5.45. At 5 o'clock, Philip the Ref Pilkington will be in. Uh, he'll have some comments from Coach Godwin, and we'll also have uh, any uh, cuts we don't get to today. We uh, also will have uh, Bob Pachris from uh, Fox Sports. We've had Bob on the show before, NASCAR uh, writer, uh, one of the very best in the entire nation. And uh, Pachris is going to be on with the uh, Ref tomorrow North Wilkesboro is firing it up this weekend with the All-Star Race. I think this is the coolest thing. I'd love to see him uh, give the same treatment to The Rock and uh, and uh, run a race there uh, out in Rockingham as well, but uh, I guess all in due time. But coming off of uh, Darlington this weekend, uh, we've got uh, the All-Star Race ahead of the Charlotte Race, uh, the 600 coming up on uh, Memorial Day weekend, which is my favorite race of the uh, year. I need to reach out to the Charlotte folks and see if we can get tickets to give away from that. So, uh uh, they usually provide us a couple pair, and uh, we give one away usually on this show and then one on uh, the morning show. But uh, I'll get on that. We'll see if we got anything. And we might talk to a driver next week uh, as well. We will see. Uh, all of that uh, coming up. Uh, later on in the week, Brian Mull with the uh, U.S. Open starting. HV3 is going to be playing in that. Had a big weekend for Harold Varner III uh, at, uh, in Oklahoma with Liv. More on that in a little bit. Uh, I think Kirk Kraft, uh, ECU track and field coach, uh, will be joining us later in the week, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, uh, a uh, an interview with uh, my friend, uh, acclaimed best-selling uh, author John Feinstein, who has a new book out on David uh, David Faraday, which uh, is receiving rave reviews. So uh, we'll be uh, hopefully catching up with uh, Feinstein, uh, John Feinstein, later on in the week. So that's kind of the. Uh, the table setter for the week, Pirate Baseball, will play not only tomorrow night, but they'll uh, play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this upcoming weekend as uh, they'll wrap up the regular season in the American. Uh, we may be joined, uh, and we'll see, we may be joined uh, later on in the hour by uh, Brett Friedlander. Brett's been on this station uh, many times, not only with me, but also uh, been on with uh, other hosts uh, who have had uh, shows on this station uh Brett now works for SaturdayRoad.com, which is the ACC version of Saturdays Down South. And uh, Brett right now is working on a story that uh, should be posted maybe be- possibly before the show or shortly after, and when it is, we will uh, post it. But uh, there is word uh, today from uh, Ross Dellinger, another guest on this show, and Brett McMurphy, uh, that uh, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, UNC, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech are the uh, quote-unquote magnificent seven ACC schools. Uh, they have met in the past several months with lawyers examining the grant of rights to determine just how unbreakable it is. Now, um, this has obviously led to a lot of people uh, in shock and speculation and that sort of thing. Um, and what it basically 
I talked to Brett before the show. Uh, he was kind enough to give me a few minutes off air. Uh, Brett Friedlander, and essentially right now the ACC is meeting in Florida, and the push here is not so much right now can we break the grant of rights. It is the weighted distribution of uh, the money. So those seven schools feel like they are the ones that bring in the most money, and I think certainly Clemson and Florida State, when you talk football, you can make that argument. They feel like they should get a weighted portion uh, of the distribution. So, in other words, the money that the conference gets from TV and uh, and uh, whatever else, uh, the money that goes to the schools from the conference each year, which the majority of it is TV money, they want a bigger portion of that pie based on what they bring to the table. Now, what the metrics are, I don't know. Uh, if we get Brett on today, we'll do that. So, Brett may join us in the second half hour, Brett Friedlander, to talk about this, but... Uh, We'll be covering this uh, throughout uh, the week for you. We also have tickets to the ECU uh, game coming up uh, tomorrow night to give away. We'll do that going to break. Uh, let's do a quick weekend winner and weekend worst. Uh, Cookie, if you've got the open, uh, let's hit it and we'll get going. It's time for weekend winners. Yes, I win! Game over! And the weekend's worst. Worst day of my life? What do you think? Here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Okay, uh, weekend winner for me, Cookie. Hit it. You're a winner. Weekend winner. <laughs> ECU golf alum Harold Varner III, who will get in the U.S. Open uh, this week. Uh, that will be played uh, in uh, Oak Hill beginning Thursday, his second major of the year, but... Uh, HB3 winning a uh, ton of money at the Live Golf event, uh, both on the uh, personal side and team side that was played in Tulsa. So uh, ECU golf alum Harold Varner III, a weekend winner uh, for me. Uh, got a couple weekend worse. Let's hit it, Cookie. You blew it! Weekend worse. I'm going to go uh, the 10th-ranked Duke baseball team. You know, they were... Uh, going to be the host where ECU was going to play, according to D1 Baseball last week. Well, they dropped two of three this weekend in uh, Durham to, uh, to Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech is not uh, that great. Oh, always anonymous text line, the PGA Championship, not the U.S. Open. My my bad. I, I had U.S. Open on my <laughs> Oh, they called you the out. PGA. Oh, that is the PGA. Well, I, <laughs> I knew it was the PGA Championship. For some reason, I said U.S. Open. So fake news. Uh, but yes, it, it is the uh, PGA. It is the PGA Championship. All right. So uh, I'm going Duke baseball. They dropped two or three. That's a weekend worse. And uh, I am by no means a UNC fan. But another weekend worse cookie. You blew it. Weekend worse. I'm in no way a Tar Heel fan. I'm an ABCer tried and true, but uh, I am going to go with uh, the Wolfies, the Wolfies, the NC State Wolfpack, who uh, got swept by the Tar Heels this past weekend and probably swept out of the postseason unless they do something in Durham in the ACC tournament. So they lost to them Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in uh, convincing fashion on Saturday as well. All right, uh, that's my weekend, winter weekend worst. Uh, Clark, what say you on this? Actually, I've got two good. Okay. I'm going to okay. go, go ahead. All right, let's do it. Well, hang on. Weekend winner. Weekend winner. Obviously, the weekend winner goes to 
ECU baseball team for pulling out a victory. But the crazy thing for me was I was outside all day doing some stuff, and I walked away for a few minutes, come back. It's 11 to 7, and, boy, talk about a nail-biter for me because uh, uh, I thought for a second, please don't blow this game. Please don't blow this game. <laughs> so, that was think, tight. Yes. Yeah, it did. I was like, all I kept saying to myself was, what, what, what did I miss? It was like 11 to 1 or something like that, and all of a sudden... You just took a casual trip to the bathroom and was <laughs> like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so the... Oh, and the, right. I, and the IBX Media app for uh, cats oh, and... Okay, the, all right. All right, so... Streaming. Streaming, yes. You so ready my, for your worst? Yes. I got one worst. You blew it! Weekend worst. This one goes... It's I, thought you hit, I thought, wait a minute, I thought you hit two winners. Yeah, IBX Media app and Pirates. Pirates baseball team. Did you kind of merge them together? Is That's that what okay. happened? Okay. All right. Yeah, two for one special. How about that? I like that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right. Redo my worst. Okay. You blew it! Weekend worst. This one goes to Canada. The entire, well, Montreal oh, area. Whole country. Yes. And this is probably the dumbest story I've ever heard. A dog park in Montreal, Canada has signed a, a, has a sign posted banning dog barking. You can be fined. True story, $370 to $1,475. Oh, my God. It's a city. It's, it says here in the article, it says it's a city by law, and it's unclear how they will enforce it. It's like trying to ban kids from crying in the store. So that's the So best. that is a weekend. Where, uh, by the way, this week, I think, is the week, by the way, Clark, as we're having a show meeting on the show, that will uh, debut Clark Witness News. I think that's the one I'm going to call I'm excited for that. So Clark will have strange stories from the week. I'm a dog lover, man. I have a great gain, and I'm like, you're going to tell me you're going to find me $375 because my dog didn't like the way you looked? Yeah. And Cookie, what's your what's your your roommate's dog? What is the dog that your roommate has? Vitus. Vitus. How's Vitus doing? He's doing well. He just got approved to come back next year, actually. Oh, okay. Strong name. It is. All right, Cookie, what are your weekend winner, weekend worst? Go ahead. Here we go. You're a winner. Weekend winner. Okay, for my weekend winner, it's uh, this past weekend. It was the very first XFL championship game from the the new XFL, obviously. And the uh, the Arlington Renegades. Okay. Okay. They had a record of four and six. Okay. And somehow became the XFL champions uh, at four and six. So it's like the Browns winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow with, with four and six, man. Go Browns. I don't care who they are. And here we go. I think are there a couple of pirates. Weekend Wars. Are couple, aren't there a couple of pirates that are playing on that Renegades team? I thought they I were on the Defenders. Tweet? Are they on know. the Arlington Renegades? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure. Okay, but, but they, uh, they, they, you know what? They only had four wins, but they got one when it counted. They, they got one when it counted. All that matters oh, yeah. at the end of the day. They... they well, I don't know how much it matters. But, yes, they uh, they did win a championship. All right, Cookie, what do you have? Okay, here, I'll hit it again. You blew it! Weekend Wars. It doesn't matter. All right, yes, now, guys, this is some sad news. I'm just throwing that out there, okay? Oh. No, and I mean this in, like, a totally non-joking way. Not like a violin? Um, yeah. Oh, go. Ooh, Another man. horse. We all know what was going on with the Kentucky Derby. Oh, uh, yeah. Another horse yes. is making it eight. Eight horses has passed away over the weekend in relation to the Kentucky Derby. Eight of them. What is going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Something 
something, I mean, that you've got to go in there and clean up. Yeah, I agree. That yeah. deal in Louisville. You just have to. After this? And I guess the Preakness is right around the corner. I mean, you've got to get this I agree. figured out. Yep. I mean, that's just, it's disgusting. It really is. All right. Well, that's very good. Uh, good stuff there, guys. Thank good you. Stuff. Uh, we Look, we don't put up with the animal uh, hate on here. No, we don't. Animal, we show uh, don't. No, no, no. Show don't. We're, not, we're an animal-loving show on this, except cats. We don't like them. All right. Um, so, uh, hang on. Let me see. I've got it here. Okay. I've got it here. I've got it here. Let's see. Uh, good for, a good a good host would have had the soundbite ready. I know. I know. Uh, let's so, see. what are we doing today? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are we doing today? That's the thing. I've overrun it here. If All it's right, the Forest well, Gump, Alabama, I'm killing you through the no, computer. It is not. Are you a cat boy or a dog boy, huh? Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm a dog, dog boy. I'm a dog this boy. One, yeah. Oh, he a cat boy. No, we're not a cat boy. <laughs> All right, uh, 252. All right, we've got two tickets to tomorrow night's uh, game between Campbell and East Carolina. Final scheduled game for Pirate Baseball this year at Clark LeClaire Stadium. It's the home finale for the regular season. Uh, we'll give you that and a Chico's Mexican Restaurant gift card. If you are caller number five at 252-561-TALK, that's 252-561-8255, 561-TALK, caller five will be a winner. We'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Head Coach Cliff Godwin when we come back. Attention, weekend war. You ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. Okay, ready? You ready? Streaming to the world at 943thegame.com. This is the Patrick Johnson Show. Now in all his glory, here's the P-Man. We're checking in on Coach Cliff Godwin. We'll talk baseball. I just want to know physically how Coach is doing after his first jungle jump of the season with the new knee. Coach Cliff Godwin joining us uh, here to talk all things pirate baseball. How you feeling? I'm good, Patrick. I'm good. Um, yep, first one of the year. It's great. Um, my knee feels a lot better than it did last year. So yeah, times. That was pretty cool. Uh, and and you did get more air than some of the moms did yesterday uh, going out for that leap uh, in the pre. Yeah, the moms were pretty athletic. So I can say yeah, they that. were. And, you know, they were. Allison's father's doing a cartwheel and. Uh, you know, uh, Julia Hoover doing a jungle jump. So uh, I was impressed. It was great. Uh, an overall great weekend honoring the seniors on Saturday and all weekend long. Uh, nice touch with the mothers yesterday. And, Coach, I think another nice touch, too, uh, you recognized the managers, and that happens in all sports usually, but where I thought it was really nice, uh, really nice lengthy bios on those guys in the pregame introductions. Uh, so could you talk about your just all your managers, but also the two senior managers that were honored this uh, weekend? Yeah, you know, the student managers that we have in our program have, have really just done an unbelievable job over the years, but especially um, Easton Daly and William Helms. Uh, William's going to move on after this year and get out into the real world, but Easton's actually going to stay and, and okay. get his master's and be a, a graduate manager for the next two years. Uh, I think he wants to get into coaching, but what those guys have meant to our program, I tell our guys all the time that um, your laundry's hung up and it's, you know, dry and the, the practice field is set up. We need it to be efficient and just the selfless time that they give to our program and to our guys is just unbelievable. So uh, we, those two are great, and all of our guys are great, those student managers that work hard really every single day. Coach, it was interesting um, with the uh, – 
the senior day uh, events. Uh, Garrett Saylor seemed really emotional down there. Yeah, it's always an emotional time. I mean, especially when you've got three guys that have put their heart and soul into our program for three, I mean, five years, excuse me. And uh, they're so special, you know, to me individually because they represent a lot more than an EC baseball player. They're great young men. They've all got uh, degrees. Spivey's got his master's in business administration already. So in five years, he got an undergraduate degree and an MBA. Uh, pretty awesome. And those guys are going to be super successful in the real world um, after baseball's over. So I'm just so proud of them and what they've meant to our program. You know about how tough that MBA is to get. I mean, for Carter Spivey to have done that and play baseball five years, that man, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, Spivey is a, a really smart guy, but he also works hard and he's very conscientious about his grades. And um, a lot comes from his family. His mom was. I think I'm right on this, an academic All-American at William & Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, She was very academic. Uh, She was a gymnast at William & Mary, if if I got my facts straight. So, you know, it's been bred in him for a long time, but it's definitely not an easy thing to accomplish in five years. And, uh, you know, we've talked about Lane Hoover a lot. I had a chance before the series to talk to uh, Lane. Uh, And uh, what a a guy he is. Uh, We've talked about it before, and... I thought it was funny, Coach. He was telling us coming out of high school he had this big leg kick. I just can't picture – well, actually, in a way, I could picture Lane Hoover with the big leg kick hitting, but that, that's obviously something that's gone by the wayside. But uh, that that just kind of was funny to me. Uh, but what a great young man he is. And, and he's – again, all three of them, but, but Lane Hoover is going to be great no matter what he does after Pirate Baseball. He sure is, and, you know, I remember exactly where the first time I saw him was at the North Carolina State Games. Uh, it was being held at UNC Greensboro that year, and calling Jeff and, you know, telling him that this guy was going hit, to hit at the top of our lineup one day and be a spark plug, and um, I had no idea the impact he would have on our program at the level that he's had in, you know, just his heart, his desire, his toughness, I mean, all those things that he is, you know, the injuries he's gone through since he's been here and just keeps bouncing back up. I mean, you know, he's tough as nails, and he's definitely been a huge part of our program. Pirate coach Cliff Godwin is with us uh, here. We appreciate Coach uh, being with us. And uh, we, uh, we there's a lot of offensive performances to talk about. One I wanted to particularly speak about yesterday, and, and that was Joey Barini. got a couple of walks, a single, and uh, all of his at-bats, especially the one where he – uh, got the single, would eventually score on the uh, homer by uh, Amac in the uh, sixth, and Barini ended up with an RBI on that. All of that looked like uh, what you would say would be a quality of bat from Barini yesterday. Yeah, he, he's done a really good job of putting together quality bats the entire year. Um, you know, he, he's just the guy that's tough to pitch to at times, and he'll get in there and fight you, and um, he gets the most out of his ability every single day, steps uh, his feet on the field. So I'm really proud of the way he's uh, continuing to mature and, and especially the way he's just developed defensively. And he's made some really tough plays yesterday defensively. And, um, you know, he definitely couldn't have done that last year. And that's a credit to Coach Palumbo and him working with the infielders. So uh, he's turned himself into a really good baseball player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Josh Moylan with uh... – Multi-homer game, multi-homer weekend for AMAC. 
Uh, Carter Cunningham with back-to-back uh, homers for him in the game on uh, Saturday. Uh, so from that standpoint, nice to see the ball going out of the park uh, for the Pirates at home over the weekend. Yeah, those guys have worked hard, and they got some good swings and some pitches, you know, that they can handle and drive. And uh, Josh's home run on Saturday, the first one was huge just to, to get us off the zero spot, and it was such a pitcher's duel early. That was huge. And then really his next at-bat after the home run I thought was one of his better at-bats because the guy got him down two strikes and ended up walking. And then J.C. walked behind him, and we were able to sacrifice him over with Shaq and then they had to bring the infield in, and Noak hits the line drive up the middle. Uh, so now we're up 3 nothing. So I really thought, um, even though the score on Saturday was 10-3, to that that was really postseason baseball for the first, mm-hmm. you know, six, seven innings, and able, having to be able to execute a bunt, get guys over, and then drive them in. Uh, I thought that was really good for us. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and, and kind of a tale of two games, but the first several innings of that, uh, in, in many ways, like the old Dominion game, I mean, that's kind of what you see sometimes this time of year, uh, akin to postseason baseball, as you say. Uh, would be remiss in not mentioning the Wilcoxon home run on Friday uh, that capped that. I mean, if it had not hit the light pole, it might have still be going. Yeah, somebody said it went like 460-some feet, I guess. Uh, yeah, he crushed that ball. Um, it was a huge momentum swing. I mean, to go up six. Nothing in the first inning is huge and, you know, really gave Groves some breathing room on uh, Friday. Coach, you did have uh, two of the games uh, Friday and Saturday, or excuse me, Friday and Sunday with the fast starts. I know that's something that uh, you were really probably pleased to see. Absolutely. I mean, anytime you can get a lead early, it just, not that it's ever easy, but it makes it easier on the pitchers and the defense and you can, you know, being more aggressive in the zone, and um, it allows us to just get out there to a good start. So that's always good. Doesn't always work that way. You know, the thing about this team, we've won in many different ways. We've won, um, you know, two to one, or um, you know, thirteen in a game, four to one at Old Dominion, or six to five at ten innings at, at Cincinnati. Play from in front, play from behind. So uh, I think this team is, you know tested in a lot of different ways, and we've had injuries throughout the year. The guys have missed time at different spots, so um, and it's just next man up mentality, so I've just been proud of what we've done so far. Uh, Coach, uh, pitching this weekend, let's uh, let's talk about the bullpen, and uh, this group uh, over the weekend, uh, some worker, some of the workhorses for you, of course, Danny Beal. Jake Hunter, Landon Ginn, uh, guys who pitched multiple outings over the weekend, and, and you go back in uh, excellent pitching performance uh, as far as striking out the opponent in Old Dominion, limiting them to uh, times they got on base in that extra inning game. So a really big week, Coach, for the bullpen this past week. Yeah, it was, it was huge. You know, all those guys came out of the bullpen um, on Wednesday, and then a lot of them had to flip back around and come out multiple times, you know, Friday and Sunday. So Danny, of course, has done a really good job for us. He's been really consistent for us down the stretch. Uh, Landon Gans continued to get better. Uh, I think he's pitching at his best uh, version of himself right now. I think it kind of started um, with that two-lane jam that when we resumed that game, and it just continued to take momentum from that, really working on his mental game. Bobby was outstanding on Saturday. Um, he also was 
you know, solid at Old Dominion. Uh, he did give up a home run, but it was only a solo home run, so we were still in the game. Shinkman's been a workhorse, um, as you know. Um, and Jay Hunter's been really good out of the bullpen as well. So uh, a lot of guys have been coming out of there and just executing their role for the team and being the best version of themselves, so they're doing a good job. Coach, uh, starting uh, performances from uh, Groves, good to see Trey Savage back and then uh, Root on Sunday. Uh, those three guys uh, – you know, not not showed some signs at times, not uh, perfect by any stretch, uh, any of them, but they really kind of gutted it out out there for you. Yeah, you know, um, Groves, I didn't think he was sharp, but, you know, he did what he needed to do uh, to give us a chance to win. That's all we have for the starters, so I'm proud of him for that. Um, and then the bullpen, you know, held him in check. And then, you know, Trey, I thought, was really good for three innings mm-hmm. and probably a little tired in fourth, but, he threw 60 pitches, which that's what we wanted him to throw was 60 pitches, um, not much more than that, and he threw exactly 60. So continue to get his pitch count up, which next week it'll be a little bit more. But he won't be moved up, or, or Groves won't be moved up either. So we need to keep those guys on normal rest right. um, you know, for next week. Coach, uh, as far as uh, the Campbell game uh, tomorrow, obviously for a lot of reasons, it's an important uh, game, and it's a big game for both uh, teams. Last chance in the regular season for uh, fans to see this uh, Pirate team at home. So I-, I would hope we have a huge crowd tomorrow night uh, for uh, ECU and Campbell. Two uh, two close games between the two uh, this year with the Camels taking both of them. And uh, it is a program a lot like yours that uh, – is uh, is built on hard work and has done uh, a lot of things to be very very successful here in recent years. Yeah, Campbell has uh, uh, done a really good job this year. They've played well. They beat us, you know, both times by one run, one time in extra innings. So we get them on our home turf. So we need Pirate Nation to come out, um, bring everybody. Um, if you're a season ticket holder, and you can't uh, come to the game, and you're in the chair back. Please give your ticket to somebody to sit in those seats because we need a crowd to be loud and. Um, you know, it's the last guaranteed home game for us, so uh, would love Pirate Nation to be rocking tomorrow night. Yeah, I, and I think there uh, could be a really good crowd there tomorrow. Coach, uh, just looking at Campbell a little bit earlier on today, uh, offensively this team is uh, is really dynamic. They can do a lot of things to score runs. They sure are. They're really good. You know, they've been uh, one of the best teams in the country for the entire season. I think that, that's a credit to their coaching staff and, you know, their players for doing a really good job. So um, they've done a really good job, so have we. So it'll be a good game. Yeah, I think it will be. Coach, uh, you guys, after the game tomorrow, will leave Wednesday, and uh, it's going to be a long business trip for the Pirates on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, they, they best time of the year for our guys, man, to uh, be out of school. I say that all the time. No uh, stress. For academics, all they have to do is worry about taking care of their bodies and us uh, going playing baseball. I don't know if I, I mean I'd go back and do that for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, coach, uh, good luck tomorrow and uh, have a safe trip and a successful trip. Wrapping it up uh, the regular season at South Florida and then on to Clearwater for the conference tournament. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. That's Cliff Godwin. Let's go now to Chris Cook with a. 94-3 the game, sports update, and pirate report. 
An explosion of early offense was more than enough for number 14 East Carolina Sunday afternoon as it rolled to an 11-7 victory over Memphis to finish off an American Athletic Conference series sweep at Lewis Field inside Clark LeClaire Stadium. The Pirates have won seven straight games overall and in league play, finishing the home AAC season with an 11-1 record. ECU has swept eight weekend opponents this year and has won 11 series in 13 attempts. On Saturday, the Pirates honored their three seniors, Carter Spivey, Garrett Saylor, and Lane Hoover. Here's what Coach Godwin had to say about the last home game of the year coming up this week. It is, Coach O, but I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, you know, it's the, the last guaranteed game that we have at home, so I hope Pirate Nation comes out and flocks and just is really loud on Tuesday night because it's the last guaranteed home game that we have. The Pirates remain a half game behind Houston in the American standings. Jeremy Roach is headed back to Duke for a fourth season. The guard is returning to Durham, making making him the team's fourth returning starter. Roach confirmed the decision on social media Monday morning. Roach had a career-high 13.6 points per game last season, despite missing a handful of games due to injury. The top-ranked Demon Deacons failed to complete a three-game sweep of Florida State on the road. Wake Forest was walked off by the Seminoles 4-3 on Sunday in Tallahassee. In Chapel Hill, the Tar Heels swept NC State in ACC rivalry action. Tenth-ranked Duke... 10th-ranked Duke lost to Georgia Tech 8-5 on Sunday to lose 2-3 of three over the weekend at home. ECU golf alumni Harold Varner III gearing up for the U.S. Open this week. HB3 earned a million dollars by finishing fourth at the Live Golf Tulsa event this weekend. Varner in this week's 155-man field for the second major of the season. He played in the Masters again this year. The 105th PGA Championship gets underway from Oak Hill on Thursday. Voice to Colors Radio can be heard every day at 12 noon right here on 94.3 The Game. On, today, <laughs> on today's show, Stephen Igo is joined by ECU's all-time winning its coach, Steve Logan, who gave high praise for current ECU head coach, Mike Houston. Uh, but it sounds like, you know, Coach Houston is the mindset that East Carolina needs. Um, he's, you know, the times that I've seen him play, there's an identifiable idea on the offensive side of the football. The Hurricanes are gearing up for the Eastern Conference Finals. Carolina is set to host the Florida Panthers this week for games one and two of the series. The Canes are coming off a 4-1 series win over the New Jersey Devils, while the Panthers are fresh off a 4-1 series win over their Toronto Maple Leafs. Sebastian Ajo is leading the team with five goals and ten points this postseason. The Canes are going for their first berth in the Stanley Cup Final since the 2005-2006 season. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIO initiative directly supporting Pirate student-athletes. For info on how to donate, please visit teamboneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on the other side of this quick timeout, right here on 94.3 The Game. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, welcome back. Uh, great to have you with us uh, here uh, on our uh, Inside the ECU Clubhouse segment with uh, Coach G. Uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, some of the players uh, and hear what they had to say. Uh, this is uh, AMAC talking about uh, uh, drilling the pitcher. Uh, this was, uh, I guess, the home run that he hit 
Well, let's just hear what he's got to say here. This is uh, Amac who had three uh, home runs over the weekend for the Pirates. Yeah, you know, it was an out, but I know I hit it hard, so I, I was enjoying the, the hard hit ball right there. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, weird how it bounced over the first baseman in the air, but he kind of big leagued me and walked it off. But he's a good pitcher, so they're they're a good ball club. You know, it's always good to get some good swings off on a good good team like that. Okay, and uh, Amac says he's seeing the ball well right now. I was seeing it real good today. You know, just keeping keeping it slow, trusting my hands, and luckily got some good barrels. Uh, more here from uh, Alec Makarevich as uh, he uh, says that uh, he is. Uh, made an effort to slow the game down. Yeah, I mean, it kind of starts with our hitters meetings in the morning. We talk about the pitchers and what our approach is going to be for the day, and then we kind of adjust it as they change pitchers in between at-bats. Um, but, yeah, slowing it down is a big thing for me, um, just taking big breaths, you know, and just being slow with my feet. That usually helps me. And then he talked about uh, on the bunt where he charged and threw the guy out uh, the big play in uh, yesterday's game. Cookie? Kind of noticed he was a bunt guy. started working in, and it was actually perfect timing how I was working in as he was getting ready to bunt. So I bunted it really hard, too, so I knew I wasn't just going to let it go. So I, I knew I had time to make a good throw and get him out there. Yep. Uh, AMAC was uh, sensational uh, yesterday uh, defensively, and uh, one did get uh, by him. It was pretty hard hit. And uh, then they had that ball that went between he and Short uh, that neither guy uh, went for there. That was uh, a little tough in the late innings. Uh, but uh, by and large, uh, another great weekend defensively for AMAC on the whole, and uh, obviously great to see him and Carter Cunningham, who we'll hear from here in a minute, uh, get the uh, the bats going as far as the home run, and also uh, Moylan, who's a sneakerhead, by the way. Uh, Moylan is a sneakerhead. Didn't know if you, you all knew that. All right, Danny Beal. Uh, what a uh, weekend of relief for Danny Beal as uh, he talked about uh, all the pitches that he throws. AK told me that he said when he was with Bailey earlier in the week that I throw six. I wouldn't say six, but it's, it's right around there. It's nice to you know, have a big arsenal, and AK's done a great job developing the pitches with me, so it's, you know, it's, I give a lot of credit to him, but it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many pitches he throws, but I know he can throw from different angles, arm slots, and that is, that's huge. Uh, Danny Beal uh, looking at uh, the matchup tomorrow with the Campbell Fighting Camels. Well, it's awesome. They've you know they've taken care of us twice this year, but you know they're coming to Clark and Claire, and it's not a not an easy place to play. And it's, you know last home game of the year at least guaranteed. So you know we're, we'll be ready for them. They're they're not they're not they're not a, not a bad team. They're they're they're, they're ranked as high as they are for a reason. So we'll be ready. I know we will. I mean the hitters are there's champ about the bid to you know get at them, but you know pitchers are the same way. And they've they've, they've got a really good lineup and. They've done a great job this year, and they deserve everything they have, but, you know, we'll be ready for them, so there's no doubt. Campbell's a juggernaut offensively. 319 is their team average. is top 10 in the nation. Uh, they're averaging 10 runs a game, averaging over 11 hits. They have 104 home runs, which is tops in the Big South by miles. Uh, they are a really, really, uh, t- I mean, just explosive offensive team. And, you know, it'll take a great pitching performance. Pirates have gotten... Uh, uh, one of those certainly in Fayetteville on the whole uh, against uh, Campbell, but uh, it's just going to be a tough, tough game tomorrow. It, 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 tomorrow is a desire game, you know, who wants it more kind of thing. Uh, Danny Beal on being proud of this team. 
Yeah, it's huge. I mean, honestly, the fact that, you know, we're playing as well as we do in May. I mean, we had the same kind of thing last year, and we're trying to capitalize on the opportunities we get. And Coach, you tell you, you can sweep a team, it's, you know, it's huge, especially with, you know, the way the conference is set up right now. you gotta, you got to win every game and capitalize on every opportunity you get. But it's awesome. We're playing our best ball right now, and offense is playing great. Pitching's doing their job, so really proud of, you know, the guys. All right. Uh Cookie, let's go ahead and skip to 14 here. I want to hear from Carter Cunningham, who says uh, the team is playing really good baseball right now. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we're, we're starting to play well at the right time, for sure. Um, but I thought tonight we could have uh, – this is getting a little nitpicky, but I thought we could have done a little bit better. I thought I thought we coasted in, the, in those middle innings, you know. So uh, I just, I, I'm nitpicky. You know, I want us to play our best baseball all nine innings. I don't – obviously the, the six-run first inning was huge. It gave our pitchers – uh, confidence, you know, um, but from a hitting standpoint, I feel like we could have uh, not coasted as much. But like I said, no, I'm, I'm super proud of the guys. We have a lot of confidence right now. We're playing our best baseball right now. So, uh, yeah, we got to continue that going going forward. Yeah, uh, Carter Cunningham, I thought those were really uh, amazing comments. Uh, he uh, talked about that on uh, Friday night, uh, the same game where he hit uh, a two-run homer and a uh, solo shot in the uh, seventh and eighth, respectively. Uh, Cunningham uh, talks about being a leader on this team. As a leader of the team, you know, I, I, I want I want what's best for the for the team, and I want us to play our best all nine innings. Uh, we uh, are going to hear from the three seniors that were honored Saturday, uh, starting with Carter uh, Spivey. Uh, Spivey's gone back to the uh, bullpen, a role that he uh, flourished in last year, and uh, Spivey went three and two-thirds, scattered four hits, struck out two, allowed a run in his relief appearance, uh, and I believe he got the win on uh, Saturday. Yeah, it was a pretty emotional day. Uh, just tearing up a little bit during the, uh, the ceremony, but uh, I'm just glad I was able to go out there and help the team win. That's really all that matters. Let's hear from Garrett Saylor, who will get the start against Campbell tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Senior Day is special in uh, Greenville. Uh, it's good to have my family here uh, to support me. And we uh, heard from the great Lane Hoover, who talks about uh, the Pirate Bats starting to get hot. Yeah, I think we're um, doing a good job, you know, especially today. You know, when it gets a little bit warmer, you know, the, the ball starts to fly a little bit. But, yeah, man, we're just uh, sticking to our approach. And, um yeah, I believe the Pirate Bats are getting hot. All right, that is today's Pirate Report. We've got ECU coming up tomorrow uh, playing. Campbell's number 14 and number uh, 15. The Pirates 15, the Camel, Fighting Camels 14. Regular season home finale for ECU. Garrett Saylor will be uh, the man on the mound for the Pirates. 1-0 and with the 378 ERA, his fifth start. He'll be opposed by Jake Murray, who will make his... Uh, Fourth consecutive start in the midweek. He's 4-0 with the 3.48 ERA. We're going to grab a timeout. And oh, congrats, too, by the way, uh, Danny Beal was named to the AAC honor roll uh, today. We uh, we uh, want to make mention of that. Uh, but uh, Beal was uh, excellent in uh, the week for the Pirates. It was a real workhorse uh, for the Yeoman's effort from uh, Danny Beal. All right, uh, timeout. We'll come back and uh, get you set for the rest of the week. Get you set for the lineup tomorrow, and uh, we'll wrap up today's show right here on the Patrick Johnson Radio Show. Do you ever talk to yourself about where to eat today, and then you hear, Walmart and Todd, 9191. And now, the stunning conclusion of Pirate Game Day Countdown. 
On 94.3 The Game at 94.3thegame.com. Well, not Pirate Game Day Countdown. Patrick Johnson Show. Still going to be a stunning conclusion. I hope. I was stunned there. So, um, Clark, we have this. Cookie, we have this. We the, got it, uh, yes. So, I, I, I don't think we'll have the time to play the whole thing. We'll try to get to as much of it as possible. But, um, you know, we all know, look, beer and sports kind of go hand in hand. I mean, alcohol, before gambling, uh, you start to see all this uh, friendly partnering of uh, the sports books and uh, the, the professional leagues and college uh, athletics and, and what have you. Beer was the big sponsor. Uh, that and uh, pills for your willy were the big sponsors pumping money into, uh, you know, uh, sports advertising uh, and partnerships and that kind of thing. So Miller Lite has apparently come out with a new ad where they apologize for using women in their ads to sell beer. And this is not, Clark, you've looked at this. This is not a uh, a spoof or anything, is no, it? No, it's, this it's is, a real uh, deal. Okay. All right. So now this is from Miller Lite. I mean, we know what's happened with Bud Light. Uh, this is Miller Lite. This is the same company that's used Sophia uh, Varga, Vergara. Did I get that right? You're Hollywood, Clark. I don't know yeah, these actors. Hey, man, I'm not a fake dude. <laughs> Megan Markle and Pamela Anderson. They've all been in ads to sell Miller Lite. Anyway, uh, let's play uh, the ad here. Hit it, Cookie. Look at this. Why? It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that he can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we keep compost to warm. Push it out. Beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. You can. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite, and they'll turn that into good shit, too. Oh. So here's to women. Because without us, there would be no beer. Okay, so I, I don't know what they're going for there, but it is, uh, I, I mean, they're, they're obviously attempting humor. And capitalizing this, uh, on the Bud Light mistake. But, I mean, this doesn't seem like this is... Because it's getting it's getting uh, absolutely torched right now oh, yeah. on on social media. I mean, it's getting there, there's a grilling happening on social media right now. When when did beer companies forget how to market? Ooh. Right, <laughs> <laughs> my man, <laughs> Cookie. Yes. That's uh, that's a very profound question. It's, it's a, a matter of who's going to step up to the plate and do it right. Well, nobody, uh, I, I mean, again, I think if you look, that was the audio from that. I think if you look at the video, that provides some further context into what we're saying. They're trying to get away from that image. But it's it's very which, I mean, subjective. It's, it's very subjective. Don't you think? Interesting. Okay. Well, I haven't, looked, I haven't looked at the video. I just sent you the article because it was blowing up on uh, social media. Right. So, uh, Cookie, don't play that because we'll get in trouble. Remember? Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I apologize. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Man, I thought we were about there to we get go. locked up. <laughs> I've got us. 
Yeah. We might. <laughs> All right, I've got something here, but I don't like it. We'll get more music. We'll, we'll get, get more music, yes. Too. Yes. All right, uh, thanks today to Cliff Godwin. Tomorrow, Philip the Rep Pilkington with Bob Hockris as he'll get you ready for ECU and Campbell. Thanks to Clark. Thanks to Cookie. See you in the morning on Talk of the Town. And uh, we'll also uh, see you uh, Wednesday on the Patrick Johnson Show and on ESPN Plus tomorrow night. Have a great evening, everybody.